So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. If you have been following along, well, now you know. It's a sad day in the Bachelor world because it is the finale of Listen to Your Heart. And Rachel and I both feel it's kind of a loss because, let's be honest, what are we going to be doing Monday nights now, Rachel? Um, I felt like it bonded us and it brought Bachelor Nation back together now that, you know, there's not as much going on. So unfortunately, it has come to an end, but I'm so happy that we had a season like this to entertain us during this quarantine. Um, we're also so happy because we got to follow along. And if you finished the finale, you saw another lovely couple find their happy ending. Yeah, Becca, but that's not all because not only did we get to see Brie and Chris, win the whole thing and find love and all that good stuff. But we also get to have them on the podcast today, which I know we've been waiting for. I mean, we've, we've talked to Brie, so she's a friend of the show, obviously, Mm -hmm. but now we get Chris, we get them both as a couple. We called this from day one. I'm glad that the love that we saw at the beginning, you know, withstood all the drama and all of that. They were able to work through it, win the whole thing. They better still be together, which is definitely Mm -hmm. what I want to get to when we ask them. (laughs) Um, But we definitely have so many burning questions to ask all the behind the scenes and just their journey throughout the show. 
Yes, but, and that's not it. In true Bachelor Bachelorette fashion, we need to switch it up and we need to have, I mean, we've been talking about her since day one. We've been mm-hmm. fangirling over her since You've day one. You've been DMing her. You've been all up in her I, DMs, Becca. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have slid into her DMs. I like to pretend that we're best friends, even though she probably thinks I'm crazy. But we also do have Rudy because we saw so much go down between her and Matt. So we need to get her side and her take on things. We, of course, we love her voice. We love her. We couldn't fathom finishing Listen to Your Heart, these recaps, without hearing from her. So we'll have Rudy coming on today, too. Um, We're going to have a little Listen to Your Heart podcast party. Well, maybe I shouldn't say a party. Maybe more like a wake because it's coming (laughs) to an end. We'll be mourning the loss of this incredible show. But instead of being sad, we're going to celebrate its life and having these awesome guests on with us today. Yeah, I'm really, really excited to have Rudy on. I really want to hear her side because I feel like there's some holes. There's some things Mm -hmm. that are missing that I need an explanation on. And I'm hoping that she can fill in the gaps when it comes to that. I mean, this last episode was so intense and my heart was hurting so badly for Rudy. And I will Mm -hmm. never, never forgive Matt for taking (laughs) her away from us and not allowing us to hear her sing Whitney Houston, for goodness sake. I am still upset about that. Still. I feel you so hard on that. I was legit screaming at the TV. Garrett's like, Becca, are you okay? And I was so pissed at Matt, and I know it's not (laughs) warranted, but I was so mad. I blame him for taking her and what she could have given us in the finale away from us. So mad. I mean, even when she was like, oh, saving all my love to you, Whitney Houston, and she like sang Mm -hmm. a little bit of it, and then Jamie started singing. I was like, shut up, Jamie. Let let Ruby Ruby sing. And that's all we got. That's all we got. But anyways, we will talk to her. Maybe she can give us just a little bit of it when we have her on the show later today. But... We got to get into last night's episode. We got to talk about how all things went down. Let's start it off with the top with Mr. Messy Boots himself, Chris (laughs) Harrison. (laughs) So I love that we start off every show with Chris Harrison because that's not how it is on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. He like pops up on you in random ways. But at this on this show, we at least know every episode starts with Mr. Chris Harrison. Mm -hmm. Side note, do you notice when Matt says his name, he never says Chris He's always no, like, he always says Chris, well, Chris Harrison. Harrison. Well, when Chris Harrison. Well, well the, the first episode, it was like Chris Huntington or Chris Hemsworth. He like didn't know. At least now he knows Chris's yeah. last He's name. like, I'm going to get this right, dude. <laughs> so Chris Harrison pops off, tells the group that they're headed to Nashville for their final performance. Question, where were they performing? Was it the Grand Ole Opry or am I making that up? No, it was it wasn't the Grand Old Opry because I was curious about where they were originally going to be, but I don't know. I I haven't heard of this venue. Okay. It I just wanted cool to make sure at the Grand Old Opry. Well, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I was going to say they were at the Grand Old Opry. Okay, <laughs> so we see the group. They arrive in Nashville. They get on stage to where they're going to be for- performing, or at least Chris Harrison tells them that they're going to be performing. But of course, in true. Mr. Messy Boots fashion, which I'm loving this role he's playing. He also tells them that, oh, don't worry. I've got something else for you. You're going to be going on a date, but there's going to be a fantasy sweet week, which Jamie's like, yes, I have been Jamie's like, I have been waiting seven weeks for this. Yeah, Jamie's been like, okay, (laughs) I'm a fan of The Bachelor. Okay, we've gone to, wait, next comes hometowns, then comes fantasy suite. She's like crossing things Mm -hmm. off the list. And even Chris calls her out. So I'm saying he's messy. He's like, Jamie, Mm -hmm. Bachelor Nation. And and this is what I love about Chris on this show is that I feel like when he's with us, 
you know, there's a lot going on when you're the Bachelor and Bachelorette and have like thousands of guys or girls in one season all vying for just one person's heart. Chris is much more composed. He's kind of like our sounding board and our breath of fresh air. Like we know that we can go to him. He'll give us some solid advice, but right. it's a it's not as messy as you're saying. And so I I think he enjoys being oh, the yeah. potster on this season. Like, oh, how am I going to screw these couples up this week? Or like, what can I throw in the mix? And so I kind of, I, I love this side of him. Yeah, Potster is a name that we usually give to the producer, Todd. I don't know if he's been working on this show or not, but Chris Harrison's <laughs> definitely taken that role on. He sure this, has. For this show. So he tells the group that it's their final date card. They're going to have the fantasy suite or the option of it. And he emphasizes the importance of this on stage. And then in true fashion on this show, we see Matt spiral out of control, freaks out at the word mm-hmm. fantasy suite, freaks out at the fact that you're talking about the progression of a relationship. Anything that's moving forward, Matt freaks out. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> he the has other commitment couple sing, issues. Yeah, clearly. And they're trigger words for him, right? Yes. So this is another trigger word for him. So we see Matt freak out and you see him and Rudy go have a private talk and you know. It's the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is something I, I really want to dive in deep once we have Rudy on the line. For sure. As you said, there's so many missing pieces. I think one thing, though, that I want to call out right now, because we won't have Matt on the line on this podcast. We're not chatting with him. But as much as I'm upset with him for taking Rudy away and what could have been in this finale, I will give him props because it would have been so easy for Matt to be like, okay, I'm going to take this cute girl into fantasy suites. We're going to have a night of it. We're going to go into the finale. They, they, I think they know that even though their connection wasn't there, like they're probably the strongest singers, the strongest couple when they perform. Like they just, they have what it takes. I know that, that Tay Diggs said that he would pay money to go see Brie and Chris, but I would have paid money to see Chris and, uh, or sorry, Matt and Rudy perform. But Props he to didn't him know for any being... better. He was robbed. He didn't know. He didn't know what he was missing out on. Take yeah. Oh, definitely. Exactly. Yes. But but props to Matt for still being like, look, this could have been so easy. I could have faked it till I made it. Like we could have just gone on, probably won this, and then ended our relationship. But instead, he. What I would like to think is take the high road, even though I'm still pissed at him. No, but he yeah. did. No, because I just feel like there are variations of it. Right. He didn't have to go into the fantasy suite with her. He didn't have to progress. They could have just taken that time to talk. They didn't, or they just could have taken the time not eat. You saw what happened with Bree and Chris, and we'll get into that later on the show and talk to them about the decisions that they made. But I just feel like he chickened out. He freaked out. We're we're not over it. We're still upset. So the whole time, I will say this. I don't know if you felt this. Well, one, I want to say, I'm very confused by Matt because we kept seeing in the previews where he was saying he was madly in love with her. So I Mm -hmm. thought the whole time that they were coming back. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, we saw that clip of him saying he was falling in love with her, so they must be coming back. And I kept waiting and waiting, and it mm-hmm. never happened. And I'm still not over it. Well, and then you see, and that's just like, that's chalk it up to editing magic. It's like you can clip in so many different sound bites throughout. And if you see the whole clip when he's sitting in that interview chair, he says, you know, I wish I could say I'm madly in love with her. That's what it was. But they kept <gasps> it to him saying, I'm madly right. in love with her. You and so, are... <sighs> so I knew when, when I saw it in the previews or like the little teaser for what's to come when, when he said that, I was like, that's not right. Like that's, 
there's there's more to that conversation and more to the beginning that he probably said. I just want to know, and this is why I want to just get Rudy on the phone, because I want to know where that disconnect was, because from what we saw last week, they left on a high. They crushed that performance. You know, they got to the point where Matt was like, I like her. I'm not fully there like the other couples, but like we nailed that performance. Like we can do this. We're good. It ended on a high note. So it's like, what happened? Ugh, I was a sucker. I was like, oh, he's madly in love with her. They're coming back. They're going to win it all. Didn't happen. So I wish. from Rudy and Matt, we go to Trevor and Jamie who have a date who are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum when mm-hmm. it comes to the progression of their relationship and them professing their feelings for one another. And we see Trevor and Jamie. One thing I would like to know when Trevor was talking about Chris Harrison and made the announcement about the fantasy suite and all that stuff. Trevor said when he described his likeness or love or whatever for Jamie, he said, she makes me feel this. She does this for me. It was all me. It was, he never said anything about her and Mm -hmm. complimented her and talked about her love and how he felt about her. It was all me, 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 me. I noted that. Also, Mm -hmm. I noted he had sex eyes. You should go back and watch. (laughs) He had sex eyes. The whole time, the way he was looking- I can't, I can't imitate it. Just rewind. I need Brian to be seated in front of you so I can see what these eyes look like. Press rewind. The whole time, the moment they said fantasy suite, his look changed. And I call that sex eyes. And he had them the whole time. He was, you know, you see people with the dollar signs in their eyes. I don't know what Mm -hmm. kind of symbol you put in his, but they were sex eyes. And he was ready. He was on, like, you saw him saying he loved her and he was all over her because he was like, it's been weeks. I'm about to get it in tonight. And Jamie, Mm -hmm. you know, she's just like a schoolgirl head over heels. Whatever you say, Mm -hmm. Trevor, type Mm -hmm. situation. I mean, they were cute. I'm not going to lie. They were, they were cute. They, one thing, maybe going into how he always related their relationship to him, I noticed this right before the cameras left and before they had their night together and they're expressing their feelings for one another, Trevor. And if you notice this, I've noticed guys, like even guys I've dated in the past that were clearly terrible for me and I should have never fallen for them in the first place. Like he said, I'm falling for you. And she's the only one to ever drop the L word. She's the one who's like, I'm falling in love with him. And she doesn't get scared of the L word, but Trevor will not say it. He'll just be like, yeah, I'm falling for her. My feelings are growing for her. And that is a huge red flag to me. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor's, Trevor's, Trevor's in it to win it. And Mm -hmm. I like several things he's trying to win, you know, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So they have the fantasy, fantasy suite option. They wake up. They take the option. They wake up. They're all in their robes all over each other. They clearly had a really good night. It seems like they really connected and they're really lovey-dovey. Like they seem all over each other. Um, mm-hmm. Very caught up in the moment of things is kind of how mm-hmm. it feels. But I'm happy for Jamie because she looks so happy and I like Jamie. Yeah. And she seems like a really sweet girl. She just doesn't know what she's with, right? A playa mm-hmm. playa. I think that's She'll, what Natasha no. said. No, she said about Brandon. <laughs> yeah. She said about Brandon. She's like, he's a playa playa. So is Trevor. Bra- yeah, Brandon and Trevor are probably friends after this. Who knows? Um <laughs> I, I just love the excitement, like that puppy love, how, like, if you notice, they're eating breakfast, like, it's breakfast, you know, it's not that exciting, but they're making it be like, this is the best thing ever, and I will say, I remember that feeling after the fantasy suites, like, waking up with Garrett, 
we just were like, oh my God, we can finally have a meal together and enjoy this time. And so it's cute to see that. Yeah. No, yeah. The little things that you take for granted in a real life relationship, they just seem so much bigger when you're on these TV shows. Very true. Mm -hmm. So then we bounce back to Chris and Brie, which was a little bit of a shocker because they've been such a solid couple this entire time. I'm thinking they need this date. They're ready to progress their relationship. More than anyone else, they seem like they're ready to take the next step and accept the Mm -hmm. fantasy suite option. But I respected the way that they handled the situation. Mm Brie was very honest about how she felt and how she was a little apprehensive to take it to that level. And he matched her. Chris, you know, respected Mm -hmm. that. And they decided to forgo the fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How did, what was your take on that? And, and yeah, like to each their own. I, I totally understand that. And I like how she said, like, I respect our relationship and what we have growing right now to not jeopardize that. And so I understand also too that like you don't need, I think the fantasy suite, it has the connotation of like, you're going to go in, you're going to bang it out and have a great time, but you can really use that time to talk, to get away. Like this is the first time you're away from everyone and the cameras. And so, um, but again, to each their own, if she didn't feel comfortable doing it by all means, like, I can respect that. Chris clearly did. And he's ultimately the one that matters in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so every relationship is different. Yeah. And then we see them the next day. They go and they perform. They seem a little bit off. Maybe there was some Mm -hmm. regret. I don't know. I I don't think it was regret. I know they tried to make it seem like it was a fantasy suite. I think it was just nerves of what what they were heading into, which was the performances, Mm -hmm. you know? So we see the performances. And, like, it's so funny because, like, you see Trevor and Jamie and they're all over each other. You know what I mean? In Mm -hmm. their minds, they're still in the fantasy suite. Then you see Chris and Brie who are quiet, focused, realize Mm -hmm. what's ahead of them. Um, It's it's totally different, which I think also shows how they, like, it's very telling of how their relationships are at the same time. The, Mm -hmm. the, The different levels. I, the, the part where the, both couples are driving to the venue where they're going to perform and Trevor and Jamie are singing and making out in the backseat. And then you just see Brie and Chris looking opposite ways. Focus. And I'm like, oh, so it was, uh, and I get that. Cause like when I get really nervous, I, I really close and I just shut down and I get super quiet. So I understand that. And I think it had more to do with what they were about to do on stage if they didn't feel a thousand percent prepared i get that um i don't think it was like them emotionally and feeling like the disconnect in their relationship but uh, you know there's a lot of pressure also that day you see i mean chris and brie were performing and rehearsing over and over and the entire time i'm like did jamie and trevor rehearse or were they just eating breakfast in their robes all day because we didn't see them in the studio at all perfect segue did trevor and jamie rehearse didn't seem like it. So let's talk about these performances. Perfect segue. <laughs> so we first see Trevor and Jamie perform. They perform Oh My Love, old school classic. I always think of Grease. No, Ghost. Whoop! Ghost. Sorry. That's Blue Moon. <laughs> Definitely Sorry. Not That's Blue Moon. <laughs> I, always think of, I always think of Ghost. Obviously, that movie. Then they sing Speechless by Dan and Shay. Really wasn't familiar with that song. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Had to look it up after that. Um... It, I'm trying to be nice. I like Jamie. She and Trevor, they're cute together. But did you notice that the music was louder than them singing? 
Yeah, well, and I think, too, not only that, but it felt like they were off tempo or off beat. They've always been off. They've always been off. Yeah, like they're either singing too fast in front of the music or a little bit behind the music. It wasn't quite lined up with the band, which, again, yes, like, did I don't know how long they had to rehearse if they did or didn't rehearse with the band before. I don't know. And they didn't look like they cared. They were like, we out here having a good old time. We just had Mm -hmm. a great night. I have, you know, Jamie's got her confidence. She's wearing her dress. She had the titties out. Did you notice that? They were out. I did. She wore (laughs) the wrong dress. Well, and she kept pulling it down, too. And I'm like, you, I think she felt so, I don't even think she was aware of it, but felt uncomfortable in the dress. I'm like, you, if you're going to perform in front of this crowd and like want to feel good pick the right dress that you don't have to touch and fix and move all over the place it's just but right remember last week when you said jamie has heavy hands (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i picked up on that so much more this time after you mentioned it um and i think tadix did too because he made the comment at the end is like they i think their way of trying to show the audience and the judges that they're connected and into each other is like to keep touching and to like keep grabbing his face or his shoulder, hang on to him. And it felt, it felt forced to me. It's like there was so much of that and so much touching and pulling and grabbing and heavy handing caress, caressing the face that it felt, it felt kind of fake to me. Yeah. I, I use the term with Julianne Brandon, but I really felt it with, with these two it was very karaoke it was extremely karaoke it didn't seem like they rehearsed with the band i agree with you they were offbeat um it it, their range is very flat and like there just doesn't seem to be much variation which is why i don't think that they harmonize that well anyway and before y'all come at me before y'all come at me about talking about their music i played piano for 13 years so i do have (laughs) an ear thank you very much because i know they're gonna be like you are not a singer but yeah, so uh, Trevor and Jamie looks like they had a good time, had the time of their life on stage. It was a it, it was a moment for them, right? It was a milestone yeah. moment. So so great for them. Mission accomplished. Chris and Brie, go ahead, Becca. Chris and Brie, I well, I'm not gonna lie. Before they started singing, I was nervous. I'm like, oh, they were off a little bit. But one thing that I like about Chris is that. I think in this scenario, like Brie seemed much more stressed and anxious. And Chris is always the one to kind of boost her up. Like, we got this. Let's go. Let's do this. Like pumping her up. And I think that's good to have in a relationship. And so he was like that even backstage. Like, we got this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, well, I love Ed Sheeran's Give Me Love. Like, that's one of my favorite Ed Sheeran songs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my mom would kill me if I didn't call out Bob, Dil- Bob Dylan's Make You Feel My Love because our family's a huge Bob Dylan fan. Um, but yeah, watching the two, like hands down, there's no question of who deserved to win. Right. And it was definitely Brie and Chris. And I think contrary and uh, like opposite of what I just said about Jamie and Trevor, where there was so much touching and grabbing and caressing, Brie and Chris were so locked in on each other. And there was a little bit like there was a moment where they grabbed hands and held hands and then they kind of did their side thing. But I think that they were so focused on each other and like weren't trying to build up like this fake thing that she was just like, if you saw Bree's eyes, she was laser focused in on Chris. Like yeah. she was zoned in, which I think is good in this scenario and performing because to make sure that you're like in tempo with each other and on the right keys and whatever. I mean, I, I'm not a singer, so I 
I'm trying to act like I know what I'm talking about, but I think that they focused on each other more and there was less touching, but you could feel and see more of that connection with each other. Yeah, no, for sure. It was obvious the moment they stepped on stage. I was like, stop trying to make us seem like it's going to be Trevor and Jamie. I don't even need Mm -hmm. to hear Chris and Bree sing a note. To Make You Feel My Love is one of my favorite songs. Who's your favorite Mm -hmm. version? Do you like that? Like, there's so many people who have redid that song. Well, I just love Adele. I mean, Adele's Adele hands good. down. I, she, she just she can't be beat. But Adele's is good. I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, and he did it mm. in Hope Floats. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh yeah. Also, Rachel from Glee. She did it. I don't know if I did. She? Yeah, she sang it, and it was really sad okay. because um, her guy, the guy in real life, Corey, I think is his name in real he life. He overdosed, right? He overdosed, so it was like around mm-hmm. that time. <clears throat> Anyways, it is one of my favorite song so i was really happy to see them sing it mm-hmm. it was beautiful once again music musical director whoever is who's ever doing this is picking out mm-hmm. great songs for each couple uh, i i have to know you picked out well first of all we saw brie and chris win no surprise there yay we're going to talk to them more about it on the show i do have to credit the music director for picking great songs for rudy and matt even though we did not get to see them perform mm-hmm. and with that being said let's just go right. ahead and do it because We didn't talk too much about Matt and Rudy earlier because we wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth. There is so much Mm -hmm. to uncover when it comes to this because I feel like just a lot was missing. So I know I can't wait to hear what she says. Becca, you probably already know some of what she's going to say because, you know, you've been (laughs) you've been messaging her back and forth. So this is going to be like I'm going to be like a third will in this conversation, (laughs) but I don't care. I'm just happy to be in the presence of Rudy. So you guys With that being said, it's now time to bring the incredibly talented Rudy to the show. Well, welcome, Rudy. We were saying before you hopped on that I'm fangirling so hard. It's no secret that we have been DMing. And let me just start out. We need to tell you, Rachel and I are pissed at Matt for everything that went down because he stole you from our TVs. But. (laughs) <laughs> Since Still everything, which we'll get into, first off, we just want to ask, how have you been? How are you doing during quarantine? How are you staying busy? Yeah, uh, first of all, I'm so happy to be here. Love both of you guys so much. So just get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well, though. I'm in Texas. I'm in San Antonio with my family. And um, yeah, and Rachel's um, a Texas girl. Yes, baby. So I, yeah, it's been really good. I was kind of like, wanted to watch it with some friends. I live in LA. So um, mm-hmm. it was like, wanting to watch it with some friends, but it's been really good to just watch it with the fam and like enjoy this experience with them. So yeah, it's been good. Mm-hmm. Staying busy just with the show and, and all, all the stuff. That's yeah. Like- oh wait, so you're quarantining in Texas, but you live in LA. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. I'm going to steal your friend. I'm going to steal No! Rudy, we're going to fight over you. No, no, no. Well, Rachel, one day, hopefully, we'll be living in LA. So we will all have to get together. I'm down in San Diego, and I come up quite a bit. So you know we're going to have our wine nights and gossip. All the way. But so I will say, I mean, uh, it's no surprise, Rachel and I love you. We are obsessed with you. But I think just listening to other recaps and hearing what people have to say about this show, like, you are one of the fan favorites. And which I think is a... I mean, it's great for you because people either love you or hate you in this world. And so what has the response been for you? I mean, do you feel like you now belong to this Bachelor Nation world and that like you're supportive and loved? And what's been that response for you? It's been honestly the most overwhelming, like in the best way. Just like I, I went on the show and I was like, 
you know what, I'm just going to be myself. And people, like you said, are either going to love me or they're going to hate me. And I was very nervous for that because I'm like, I am, I am a lot sometimes. I'm loud. I'm, I'm all the things and I'm not afraid to be all the things. And, um, but that was definitely a concern for me. I was like, oh God, people are probably going to like hate that I'm so obnoxious and loud. But um, the res- I, I, I feel like I, ha- I haven't even gotten a, a mean message. And if I do, it's like flooded with just with great messages. So it's, it's been honestly the most amazing thing. And I'm just mm-hmm. so freaking lucky, honestly. Have you been shocked other than Becca? Have you been <laughs> shocked by anybody that slid in your DMs? Yes. Oh my God. Becca was Who very- is stealing your time? Who do I have to be jealous about? <laughs> um, ben Splat. You know that who that is? He's like he Oh was- my gosh! From Pitch Perfect? Yes. Oh. Yes. Stop. He, yes, Book of I- Mormon? Yes, Book of Mormon. Yes, I'm a Broadway person. I love this. Same. No, I was freaking out. So I saw Book of Mormon two years ago in New York, and he was the star in it. And I literally—that's when I fell in love with Broadway. And I was like, love him. I mean, he's insanely talented. And he freaking followed my butt. And he (laughs) and he DM'd me and was like, me and my whole family are obsessed with you. I was like, no, that's insane. Like, no, no. Is he the one that that? Ah, uh, in Pitch Perfect, he's like Benji, and he sings. I've he's Benji. Yeah. Yes. Yes. When the, like, yes. the light shines yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I exactly cried. What you're talking about. I <laughs> cried when he sang that part. When he finally got his moment on stage, I looked so good. I know. I, I guarantee you, I probably did too. But yeah, he. There's been a lot of cool people, but I think Ben for sure. I mean, he's just insanely talented, and the fact that he just. Mm-hmm reached out to like dm me i was like no this is not real That's life right now so <laughs> awesome yeah. so, i'm jealous overall <laughs> how okay obviously my question is going to be how has this experience been for you but in that sense it's been amazing but just the show yeah. in general because you never know what you're going to expect i don't know if right. you watched the bachelor before but now you are did, part yeah. of this world Mm-hmm. And Becca and I talk about this too. You never know. We we could have sat you down, given you a book, and explained to you what it's like to enter the Bachelor franchise. But until you get on it and you meet the people you within just, it, you never know. Right. So, how was the actual experience? Being in the house, meeting contestants, performing on stage, celebrity judges. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it was like you said. You can you can give me a handbook, and you still don't really know you know, what you're getting yourself into until you're literally there living it. And um, honestly, for me, it was an amazing experience. I was more nervous walking in for the girls because I I watch, I do watch The Bachelor and I see how sometimes they can be a little catty. Mm -hmm, Um, So mm -hmm. I was honestly more nervous about that, but I didn't have any issues. And um, everyone in the house was so sweet to me. And, and um, just the experience was incredible. I mean, there was obviously some ups and some downs and very, I'm a very emotional person, as you guys can see. So um, it was, you know, had some, some rough days, but uh, overall, just the most amazing thing, honestly, it was mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Well, and, you know, not only like does the show itself, it has these ups and downs and these bombs that Chris Harrison will drop, but mm. your relationship itself with Matt obviously was one of the more intense ones. It was kind yeah. of rocky. Uh, we never really knew it quite where Matt was at. Um, and so in the finale, we obviously see you and Matt sit down. You have the very serious conversation. And it just seems like you're in two different places. Like you're trying to get answers from him and he can't really give you them. Um, and it's it's so different because I was telling Rach before you hopped on, like the episode before, 
it's like you guys left on this high. So we mm-hmm. want to know from you what what do you think happened in between what that the time? What of- happened? Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> what the hell happened? I still ask myself that question all the time. Um, you know, I think Matt just had a really hard time navigating his feelings throughout this whole entire thing. And when you do perform in front of those judges and you have a great performance and you get off the stage and it's how, how can you not be on like cloud 25? You know what I mean? Like you're just on a whole other level of like happiness. And so I feel like I was always there with him, but I feel like when he had that with me, that kind of like hyped him up a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, I feel like maybe he just tried, I don't, I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I guess. Because he has commitment issues. Yes, he has major commitment issues. Well, and was that something, because he touched on it a little bit, like, when he was talking to you the week before, he said, you know, my relationships haven't worked out, and that's made me kind of hole up and shut down and keep my guard up. Was he ever more, maybe away from the cameras with just you specifically, was he ever more open about maybe what happened or why he was like that? You know, watching that the first time, he, he didn't even tell me that. So, mm-hmm. no, he, he didn't, he never brought that up. So I didn't, I mean, I obviously knew he had commitment issues, but he never said literally watching that episode, I was like, okay, why didn't you tell me that? Like, that's something that I just would have liked to know. Cause it maybe would have helped me out a little bit and understanding mm-hmm. where he is. And like you said, like wondering what that, you know, c- certain experience was for him that made him this way, but he, he didn't even tell me that he's just, <laughs> he's just not the best communicator either. And I think that mm-hmm. was another thing that really hurt us was that I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just never knew where he was. And he, he didn't mm-hmm. talk to me about, he talked to me about a lot of serious things, but the reasonings behind as to where he was, he never really opened up about that with me. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. So when we watched it, it was like he was saying certain things away from you, how he felt about you or just like why he is the way he is that maybe mm-hmm. you weren't getting. So from the audience perspective, it's like, okay, we understand a little bit. We see the struggle, mm-hmm. but... It sounds like, but so for us, it's like, why can't you just tell her? Why, yeah. why does it have to be so serious? Right. And that's something that Becca and I talked about is you don't have the pressure on this show to get engaged. Right. So I didn't understand the pressure of having to profess love and take right. it to like, you're not getting married at the end of the show. Right. It's just, do you have a connection? Right. But it sounds like with you from hearing you say it you kind of got had a better sense of it because he wasn't opening up to you in the same way that he was in his interviews. Yeah, he wasn't. Which was, I was like, what? Literally watching. I'm like, why didn't you just tell me that? Like, it's yeah, not like mm-hmm. you said, it's not like we have this huge pressure. When I told him I was falling for him, I wasn't like, we freaking, you need to tell me you love me. I just needed him to let me know that I was not wasting my time, you know, like that I was just, we, I was on the right path to something. And he just mm-hmm. kind of never really said anything. So uh, yeah, that's a little annoying do you think that you because we we talked about this and this is this is the only thing rudy that i i was like rudy no you you get that you get to that performance shaggy's there we had him on the podcast he talked about how intimate you two were and he was like man they really had eyes for each other Hmm. go on stage you're singing you're feeling it i felt like chris need chris shit (laughs) i felt like (laughs) (laughs) I felt like Matt needed that break of just Mm. kind of the the lighter side of your relationship. Yeah. And then you get off stage and you're like, I just want you to fall in love with me. And I was like, damn it, Rudy. 
<laughs> really? Sorry. <laughs> but do you blame your conversation with Jamie because she was all like, you got to tell him how you feel. You're going to regret it if you don't. She was, you know, she was definitely hyping me up a lot. Damn it, Rudy. I think too, also, I was just like, because we did have such a fun date and it was, it was going so well. And I was like, I was hyped up myself. I was like, okay, like I got this. Like I can just tell him how I feel. But yeah, yeah. you know, um, didn't go the way I... I mean, I knew he wasn't going to say it back. I, like I said, I was just hoping he'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not there yet, but I can see myself maybe getting there with you and like figuring mm-hmm. it out. Not you're freaking courageous. Like, yeah, that was, that was so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh did my he, God. <laughs> did he realize like what show he was coming on? Like this uh, is an American Idol. Like this is a, a Bachelor spinoff to like f- make connections and right, build and relationships. My, yeah, and that's my thing was like, I'm not necessarily the type of girl who like puts myself out there that hard, but I also knew like I'm on The Bachelor, okay? Yes, it is a music show, but I know that I do have to put myself out there a little bit more and it was, you know, getting close to the end and I, I was feeling those feelings for him and and mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of maybe did forget that he was, you know, on the bachelor show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you and Jamie are mm-hmm. real, seem to be really close mm-hmm. uh, on the show. Are y'all still close now? Yeah, we're really close. Okay. So mm-hmm. let me just ask you. Okay. So now, so now that you're watching <laughs> the show, you're watching the show and you see her with Trevor. Yeah. What do you think about old Trevor? What do I think about him? Yeah. Trevor and uh, Jamie. Um, I think, I think he's a great guy. I, I really do. I think he's a good guy. We became really close, um, on the show. Well, I don't want to talk about another couple because obviously we have you and I'm obsessed with you. So <laughs> going back to you and Matt, two things now, do you think first, if Matt didn't have this moment where he freaked out and was like, this isn't fair, I gotta leave. And you guys, you know, went your separate ways. Do you think had he just been like, you know, we're going to try to make it till the end. We're still going to perform. Do you think you would have ended up winning? I Because I'm going to tell you right now, I think you would have. <laughs> you guys would have stole the show. I think we would have had a very, very good chance. And I say that because me and Matt, musically, we just, I, I've, we click so well together when we're on stage. And mm-hmm. it's not just like our voices. I feel like just performance wise, like we just, it's just really freaking magical. And, um, you know, at that point we, we still had really good competition. So I think we would have given them a, a good run for their money for sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, definitely. yeah, there's a clip that where Jamie is alluding to you guys. It's like, they have the talent to win this whole thing. And we're like, duh. But why <laughs> the hell did Matt take Rudy away from us? Matt yeah. stole our magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was honestly, uh, yeah, that was a very tough, a tough thing for me. But now knowing what the final prize was with whatever couple was going to win, are you in any way a little bit happy that you guys stepped away and you now have, I mean, the world is your oyster at this point? Yeah, honestly, I think when I left, I cried and I had a little moment. I remember going to the bathroom and I was like sobbing just because I was really thrown off. I just, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. uh, since we're, we got on the plane to Nashville, um, we're going to do it. You know, like I was like, if he didn't mm-hmm. want to do it, then like, we had a couple days before that I feel like we could have figured that out and maybe not have gone to Nashville. But so in my head, I was setting myself up for like, let's do the damn thing. And, and, yeah, girl. and you know, let's, I know I was like, I saw myself, that's what you said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and so I was just so caught off guard. But when I went to the bathroom, I cried, I prayed and I was like, 
okay, this is, it's the right thing. It's the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting back out and talking to him and being a lot more, you know, calm and collected and feeling at peace with like the, the outcome of it, you know? And I think that's why at the end, I'm not like super, like sobbing super hard. I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. Like it's, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Everything happens for a reason. And I will say there's been two moments in this entire season that I've cried. One was when Chris was talking about his dad, you know, in in regards to his relationship with Brie. One was when you actually went to the bathroom and started sobbing because I was in your same place. I remember when Ari ended things on camera. That was like the bathroom was like my saving grace. I felt like it was Mm -hmm. my safe zone. And I remember just like sobbing. And so to listen to you, I got the chills and I was like, I I know what she's feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Um. But as you did say, it seemed like you kind of came out, you, you still were cool, calm and collected. You guys had, I think it ended pretty amicably and like respectfully mm-hmm. and um, probably in the best way it could for that scenario. Yeah. So I want to know now, I mean, I, you know, I obviously creep on Instagram. You guys, you and Matt both seem pretty connected. What's like, where's the relationship right now? Is it a friendship? Are you guys talking? Where are you guys at? Yeah, I think, um, well, we talk every day. Me and him are, are very, very close. And um, he's a confused person. And I kind of <laughs> just am, let him be confused. And, and you know, I my feelings cannot just turn off like that. So I'd be lying if I said, you know, I still didn't care about him. And, um, and so, I don't know, we'll see what happens. And I love making music with him. I freaking cannot wait to like go back and it's hard like when we're singing together like it's hard to not want to just jump on him so I don't know how that's gonna work but um I you know. know I was so disappointed you didn't get that fantasy suite you had been waiting for that you wanted to jump him you said that from the beginning I wanted that for you I did Rudy I did but he's in LA too right yes he's in LA and I I've seen him a couple times uh since the show and it's good it's been good yeah we're He's great, and we're 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 good. I well, think the I most important thing is that you said you were at peace, mm. and that is that that is a powerful statement. And you yeah. and and I feel I was upset when you were leaving, but now I I I feel it like going back in my head and thinking about how you were when you left. You were mm. you had yeah. peace about you, and it, like that's that's very calming. And I'm glad that you found that before you left the show. Mm-hmm. Me too, honestly. Thank God. I just I. I, ha- I was so struggling <clears throat> so hard the, the day before. I just had a bad feeling something was going to happen. And um, and it was just, I was just a wreck. That whole entire day, I was a wreck. I don't know. I was literally having a panic attack on the bed, like a legit panic attack. And so going from that to like legitimately being okay, like it was just, I was very happy that I, mm-hmm. the producers were like, are you sure? I'm like, no, I really, I think I am actually okay. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and that like that's the hardest part I think in being in a relationship is that in between limbo phase where it's like you want it but it's not quite there and you don't want to keep forcing it because it's not good for either party and so yeah. I think to to have Matt be a little bit more vocal and honest and say hey I care about you but this isn't there I think that's maybe that I, I don't want to say closure but that's maybe what you guys both needed to be yeah. like okay you know I was so. Right. Anxious and high strung for a while because you didn't know what the hell was going on, and right. he finally gave you a little bit more insight to where he was. So, yeah, um, yeah, I- I'm glad that you guys are still able to talk and you know work things out, and hopefully, it's still a respectful friendship. If I mean, yeah, obviously, distance, yeah, but I- I'm not gonna lie, um, 
selfishly, I would love to see you guys perform again at some point. So I would pay you both to put on a private concert for me one day. Just <laughs> we're definitely hold her to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are definitely gonna keep making music together. That's just like I've never experienced anything more fun in my whole entire life. I thought like, I love doing music myself and I've never performed with anyone else. And I was like, ah, how would I like like sharing the like spotlight with someone? And I just didn't know how that was going to go down. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's, there's nothing better than it. So we will definitely be singing together. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of singing, we heard that you have a new single. Is that I correct? Do. It's dropping. Tell us about it. Um, it's called Hate LA. And... <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it's basically just about being in this relationship, not being with them anymore. And all these places kind of remind you of this one person. And now you hate the place that you were because everything reminds you of them. So wait, did you write it because of Matt or is this because of someone else? It's because of someone else. But, you know, okay. (laughs) What what style of music is it? Um, I do like pop R&B. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us just like one little little snippet? Oh, you want to sing that? Okay. Uh, anything. I just okay. want Rudy. I can't let you go without hearing it. Okay, anything. Cool. Let's do. I'm gonna. I was screaming at the top of my lungs last night, so if I crack, sorry. Um, but I'm sure I'll your sing. whispers sound good. Yes. Okay, I'll sing. Okay, I'll sing a little bit of the chorus. I hate LA. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't <laughs> sound like shit. I. Used to have love for this city. Now I don't think I can stay because it don't look the same since you left me. Hey, LA, it ain't that you went away. Hey, yeah, I got no one to take your place. And I used to have love for this city. And now I hate LA. I hate it too. Uh, I hate uh, LA too now. My God, Rudy! So uh, good! So good. I say this every time you perform. And I was I told Garrett this last night. I'm like, Rudy's voice is a mix between velvet, lube, <laughs> like the most expensive hand cream ever. Uh, it's just like this gold, like smooth butter. I, I cannot rave enough about your voice. Oh my God. You guys are so sweet. Well, thank well, you, you for giving have, us that. Yes. You have been such a treat on the show. I remember when the first episode aired and you're hearing people sing around the piano and some people were singing their original songs, beatboxing, yeah. all that kind of mess. And we were like, we haven't <laughs> heard Rudy sing. And then you sang smile. And I was like, I'm sorry. Did we just sit through an hour and a half of this show and not hear this voice? And, <laughs> and then it was so beautiful because it was like you laid the soundtrack down for every episode. Oh, <laughs> you are so talented. We are so Sweet, thankful yes. to have you on this show. I'm so happy that Becca has shared you with us today. Yes. <laughs> we hope <laughs> my new bestie. We can't Go through wait. me if you want to book Rudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. We can't wait to see everything that you have coming up in the future. I know this is... I mean, I'm sure you've been doing your own thing before, but like now the world even knows more of who you are. So we are excited to see all that's coming, everything that's yes. Rudy. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, keep us up to date on you and Matt. You know, that doesn't seem like that's over either. So <laughs> thank you so much, definitely. Rudy. Thank you guys. You guys seriously were the best. And I had a great freaking time. Thanks, Rudy. Well, I'll DM you very soon. We'll chat. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, bye, bye, Rachel. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> well, Becca. How was that? I love her. She's so great. She's exactly how she is on TV, if not, but mm-hmm. better. 
the better. She, she, and that's the one thing. I think it's easy to kind of put on a front or to hide parts of of you that maybe you don't want to show. And she's just, she says it like it is. She is who she is. She owns it. She knows she's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but it sounds like from this entire experience, she has learned so much. She's grown a lot. Um, and it sounds like her and Matt are in a good place. So I'm happy. I'm so glad that we were able to talk to her. Oh, I know. I, I'm DMing her now too. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't steal my best friend. <laughs> no, I, I, I loved that interview. It was a lot of fun. And I think I'm more excited that the book isn't done with her and Matt. It's mm-hmm. just more of like the chapters closed and they're on to something yeah. new. So the story's not over there. So for all you listen to your heart fans, stay tuned. Keep watching because I don't know. It seems like there's more Rudy and Matt to come. But mm-hmm. That's only one couple. Well, they're not really a couple anymore. I don't know what to call them anymore. But the winning couple we've got coming on the show. I know we've been waiting for a while to have them as a couple. Because like we said at the top of the show, we've already talked to Brie. But now we get to have Chris. So ladies and gentlemen, the winners of the first season of Listen to Your Heart. No surprise here. But the lovely Brie and Chris. I want all of our happy hour listeners to see your two faces right now because you guys are just like, your smiles are beaming. They're literally literally taking up the entire screen. <laughs> just like on the show. Okay, just let's, like on the show. Well, I want to start off with saying, how are you guys doing? But clearly, as Becca's saying, from the smiles on your faces, you're doing well. So just maybe kind of catch us up with how you guys have been in quarantine and everything. Bree, I know we've talked to you a bit, so I'll, I'll start this off with Chris. We'll let him go first. Okay, for sure. Uh, first off, thank you guys so much for having us. It's a pleasure. Uh, ever since, you know, Bree did it, I was like, all right, I can't wait for my shot. And now here it is. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we've been doing great in quarantine. I mean, it definitely has not been easy on any of us. Uh, you know, thankfully, we're in a position where we're not doing all the hard work that everybody else is doing in quarantine. But like, mm-hmm. we've just been able to really enjoy all these moments. You know, it, it really is a special time. And we've been doing some of the coolest stuff that either of us have ever done in our lives. And we've been doing it with somebody who is really just the most special that we've ever met. So it's been amazing. And just to backtrack, where are you both now? Cause you're obviously not in the same city and area. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So we're not quarantining together. I'm still currently in Los Angeles and Bree. Mm-hmm. I'm in Utah. Yeah. Still in Utah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bree. I got to give you props because when we first had you on, it was, I think, after the first episode had aired, we had no idea really where you were at, if you were forming a connection with anyone. You were so good. I mean, now knowing everything that went down, you were so good about keeping it under wraps and not giving anything away. It wasn't until like the second or third week where we really saw you two connecting that I was like, this girl was lying to us on the podcast the entire time. I knew because I was a judge. So I had seen them together when I was like, that's how you do it. I was talking about them. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my entire life has been a lie. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys did say that I was beaming and then I probably just watched even harder. So I don't know Mm -hmm. how good I was at keeping it a secret. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was now. It's funny because I remember asking you, you know, if you had or would ever date a musician and you you had this great positive response where you're like, yeah, I would. I think it could really like build a relationship emotionally and you just connect on this other level. I didn't know you were talking about this guy. (laughs) (laughs) How has this this experience been for you guys? Just, I mean, from the beginning, which, which was really nice in this episode because we got a a recap of your entire love story, you know, 
I know it, it, it's been like, it was like four weeks, probably f- filmed four to six weeks, but from the beginning to the end, we got to see, you know, the progression of your love, but, and you're like America's favorite couple right now. Mm-hmm. So how has the experience been for you? Well, for me, the experience has been um, very, it's been very smooth. It's not what I was expecting at all. Um, especially, you know, going from the beginning of spending, you know, three, four weeks together and then suddenly not being able to see each other for three months. It's just, there's been a lot going on, but you know, ever since I met Chris, it's just been this calm feeling and that hasn't gone away in all of this. So, um, yeah, I just, I feel like we were really grounded from the beginning and it's kind of just stayed that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like, you know, towards the beginning we were you know, making decisions like still individually than kind of together with each other. And as I kept progressing, it was just like we kept leaning on each other to make a decision and then going into this quarantine and not seeing each other for months and just doing everything like all the leaning on each other that we practiced on the show just Mm -hmm. led directly into our real lives. And that's just been the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I know... I should I I haven't even said congrats to you too. So congrats. Oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, listen to your heart. We're tacky. <laughs> we're, I know. It's all good. Our, our manners, Rachel. We're, we're just excited <laughs> to see them. We're like, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> yes. And I feel like so, we're friends catching up. <laughs> yeah. But no, seriously, like congrats. The, uh, how amazing is that you guys were part of this first season? The show's never obviously been done before. And you guys stole it. You crushed it. I mean, those last performances were just unbelievable. So great. Um, and so I'm so happy for the two of you. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it wasn't quite what you expected coming from the show, because obviously, um, you know, the tour that you're supposed to go on can't happen. So what now have you guys been working on together? And where are you at in this process after the show's done? airing and filming i mean we've been working on music which has just been an absolute relief um just finished an album and uh mm-hmm. you know everybody could go ahead and listen to it um so that's just really been the most incredible thing because i mean the the thing on the show that we enjoyed the most was getting a song and really working it out and like seeing like oh you do this part pre let's harmonize here and that's what we did for three months in quarantine and it's like mm-hmm. literally on the phone five to twelve times a day you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like a crash course and like, Oh, let's be in a relationship and do everything else together. <laughs> yeah. Well, give us, give us more details about this album. So everyone yeah. can go check it out. The names, sure. the songs, if you're doing yeah. covers, originals. Yeah. So, I mean, the album, you can find it at Chris and Bree music, uh, com, And also, <laughs> oh, on is that? I know, I know. Well, you know, we gotta be on it. <laughs> I'm telling you. When when I, when we say that we're in sync, like it's for real. Like you know, we make it happen. Um, so the album it's ten songs, uh, five originals, and then the five covers that we uh, sang on the show. Ugh, I, can't I wait lyrically to it. can't wait because when you guys would talk to each other and you would profess your feelings, which I know have only grown since the show. I was like, these are lyrics to a song. It was so beautiful the way that you would talk about each other in interviews, but then even together. So now that you've had this time away from the cameras and really get to know each other, you know, in real life, as we love to say in, in Bachelor World, I can only imagine lyrically how beautiful these songs are going to be. We can't mm-hmm. wait. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's going to be music gold. And props to you guys, because one thing that I think... I mean, first for any relationship, I think communication and compromising is key to making something work. 
And from the small snippets that we saw of you two together, when you would perform and write and and express that emotion, it seems like you guys were really connected and you did such a great job of compromising and working together to make sure everything sounded the best as it could. And so um, now that you guys are, you know, writing this or, well, did write this album and we're working on it in quarantine away from the cameras, um, do you still feel like you guys are compromising? And how's that, like, the connection and, um, like, just working together on an album, do you guys still at all? I shouldn't even say still, but have you guys butted heads? Are you just, like, take take everything with a grain of salt? How's everything working in that regard? Um. Again, it's been very smooth and um, it's it's weird that it's been so smooth, <laughs> especially as musicians and writing yeah. this album, you know, in different states over FaceTime with delays. And I recorded in a studio here, he recorded in a studio there. And there's been a lot going on at once. And we've definitely like had our, you know, moments where we've been really frustrated, but it's never been with each other. It's never really been with anyone. It's just a situation that no one can control. And so... Um, but he's definitely seen me frustrated. I've seen him frustrated. We've been to each other and um, it's, it's nice to, you know, go through all of that together. And I feel like the show and then writing the album has really, you know, sped up the process for us. And we've kind of seen everything because like Chris said, you know, we came out of this um, as, you know, a couple and then also as business partners just overnight. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been crazy and, you know, sped up at the same time, but we've learned to adapt and adjust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like we started out January, just single people. And then we end up in February or like, you know, later on whenever the show's done with, you know, a four way relationship, we're friends, we're romantic partners, business partners, as well as musical partners. And so there's been so much to work out and luckily it's just been so seamless. And I mean, it's just definitely, because of the way we feel about each other, but just really, it's the potential that we see in each other as well. Just like on all of those levels of, you know, music partners and we've seen each other grow like throughout the show. And then even now, you know, musically, and it's just been just like the most beautiful, amazing thing to witness. So, I don't know. I, and I think that that's so mature. I, I You're mm -hmm. like-minded in what you both want. And I think when you can connect on that level, it, it just brings a level of respect and maturity into your relationship. I mean, even mm -hmm. in this last episode, you know, we saw that you guys, um, you decided to forego the fantasy suite. I thought it's not, you don't see that too often on Bachelor Nation. <laughs> and I thought it was a beautiful thing because, you know, Brie, you expressed your your apprehension with it. You expressed how you felt. And then Chris, you, you respected it and you matched it and y'all were on the same page. And even though we saw that, you know, I think the next day was just nerves about the big show, nothing that had to do with the decision that night, but it was just beautiful that you were focused. You, you know, you didn't need to be all over each other. Talk like you, you were, had a big show, a big performance, and you were focused on what it is that you were trying to do. And mm -hmm. that, that ultimately came out on stage and you guys won. Now, how you work together, I, I mean, I could not work with my husband at all. <laughs> we would not be here right now. I mean, neither can you. I think it's beautiful. Y'all can do everything together. And, ugh. Jared and I would be ripping each other's ah. hairs out. We could not do it. <laughs> no. well, you know what's, you know what's okay. so funny about, you know, you saying you're not, you can't work with your husband. I was talking to my buddy as well. And they're like, oh, I don't, I don't think I could ever like, work with my wife. For me, the only successful relationship I've ever known are people working together because my parents oh. they were physicians and then they had their businesses 
they would work together six uh, six days out of the seven day week. So the only relationship mm-hmm. I ever know is you guys being all the way into each other's lives. That's where we are right now. So we're just going to keep on going and see mm-hmm. where it goes. <laughs> well, and so when you segue into well, once this quarantine list and you guys can be reunited, where do you think you'll be? Any future plans that you can share with us? Uh, hopefully together. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can stay hopefully together. Uh, you know, uh, we're taking I mean, everything we will be together. Yeah. Once it lasts. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, the the plan <laughs> will be together. I don't know yeah. what and where mm-hmm. and what. And there's so much that we're trying to do that we're trying to just take it one notch at a yeah. time. But we will be together as soon as it's working. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, I think what was so beautiful about your relationship and playing into to Rachel's point about choosing to forego the fantasy suites and not to be on anyone else's time frame. You can take, I mean, quarantine aside you can take this at your own pace it's it, it oh, yeah. is your relationship no one else should have you know that much of a say because it's between the two of you and so i mean garrett and i for instance my fiance after the show finished we he was still living in reno and i was still living in minnesota and you know we would see each other and be together almost as much as we could but we were still in separate states for five or six months i think until we moved in together so Wow. You have like the world is your oyster. You have so much ahead of you and so many exciting things that will come your way, especially once people can be kind of back to to normal. Uh, And so you're going to have, I promise you, quite an adventure together. (laughs) We're really excited. We really are. It's like, especially, you know, (laughs) watching back the episodes, it's we feel teased because we're not together and we're watching ourselves Mm. fall in love with each other Mm. and we're not even together. And it's like, this is a cruel joke, but it's only strengthening us and making the reunion that much better. Yeah. Everybody knows I'm like, I'm not going to let go forever. (laughs) I see you. (laughs) I'm going to your arm. Yeah. Bree's gonna spider monkey onto you and just not let go. She'll be so like your little good. koala baby. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for I it. I think this yes. is so beautiful. I'm so happy for you guys. Like you won the show, yes, but then you won each other at the end, which you'll learn is is the real prize of this whole thing. I mean, you're talking to two former bachelorettes who are still with the people that they met on television. And it really is a beautiful thing when Bree, you said you get to go back and you watch and you have your love story captured for you on camera. And then you guys have music with it, which makes it even so much better. But I, we're mm-hmm. so excited for you guys to see where you go, the music that you make. We're so excited about this album that's dropping. Brianchris.com. Is it Brie and Chris or Chris and Brie? It's Chris and Brie music.com. Chris and Brie music. That, correct me. Get me right. <laughs> it's all good. We Chris got and Brie music.com. A hard time deciding between Chris and Brie and Brie and Chris, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, how, I was going to ask, how do, how did you guys finally decide? Did you just draw out of a hat or something? Of course, it was, uh, you know... Our father, Chris Harrison. Harrison. Oh, fairy godfather. Of course, Chris Harrison said lead with Chris. Of course. I mean, it's a a good name. It's me, Chris, and Jesus Christ, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. It's not the worst name to have. (laughs) No, it's not. You're in good company. Well, thank you guys so much for being on here. We enjoyed watching you from the moment we saw you guys together. You were our Mm -hmm. pick to go all the way. We just knew it. So we really appreciate you coming on the show. Please stay mm-hmm. safe in quarantine, but keep making good music at the same time. Selfishly. Yes. Selfishly, please. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we're- Thank you guys so much. I, we, we love you guys. 
You guys are the best. Thank well, you. Oh, you, you guys too. are part of this batch, this crazy bachelor nation yes, with are. us. And we're so happy to, I feel like, in, engulf you in our arms, if you will. <laughs> um, but congrats to you guys. I said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, if Brie and Chris aren't still together, I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm glad that this is still the case. Um, and I feel like especially, you know, with all this weirdness going on in the world, people love a good love story. People, I think, gravitate towards that. And truly, I speak on behalf of Bachelor Nation when I say we we truly wish you guys the best and all that's to yes. come. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. We are willing, ready and so excited for everything that's to come. And uh, I feel like more than anything, I really can't wait to like meet you guys and just get to hang yes. out. Yes. Oh, so the feeling is mutual. Yeah. The feeling <laughs> is mutual. I've, well, and so many people are in LA. I mean, we just talked to Rudy too, uh, who lives in LA. It yeah. seems like there's so many of you from the show. So Brie, we'll get you a ticket out here. We're all, <laughs> Rachel will come. We'll all hang out. We'll have some yeah, wine. I'm moving uh, to LA as soon as this, this is <gasps> yeah. safe. Okay. So, we yeah. will definitely be together. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, All let right. us know what you think about the album. We oh, will. for sure. Definitely. For it's sure. going to be gold. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Bye, guys. You take thank care. You thank bye, you, guys. guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. you. Take for care. Coming. How sweet are they? I know. I know. They're I'm so happy. They're those smiles, smiles, man. Remember that? Remember the beginning? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when when Chris joined first and then when Brie popped up like a couple seconds later, his whole face just lit up. <sighs> Oh, I wonder and if Jared and Brian would still look at us like that. I they better. <laughs> I'm gonna, I when I do. when I open this closet door, Brian better be sitting right there looking at me like that. <laughs> no, oh, so, yes. I mean, I'm happy that this is the first season of Listen to Your Heart and it ended in a success story. And as you mm-hmm. see, Bachelor Nation, they're still together. The love is real. The music is real. It's there. Lyrically, I can't wait to see what they produce on this album. Um, such a great mm-hmm. concept. And for all you doubters who were like, listen to your heart. What is this? What is this new show in Bachelor Nation? Well, it ended in success, which is more than you can say from the latest seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I love that. But it's so true. I mean, even for me, who had no idea what the show is about, unlike you, I wasn't a guest judge. So I went in being like, how is this actually going to work and I was so blown away by not only the, the talent, but the way the entire show came together and how they, uh, you know, kind of built up the relationship part first and those connections and then built up the musical performances on top of that. Yeah. I thought it was such a good spin. It's not like anything we've ever seen before. It's not like American Idol. It's not like The Voice. And so I'm really happy that we were able to do these recaps week by week because it gave me something to look forward to and... It, as you said, it ended in a love story, and I'm just so happy for those two. They're just, they're like cute little kids. I love it. Like, young and in love. Right? So I good. They work so together. <laughs> I, well, when they, they said, and that's together. like, they're so good at compromising, yeah. and I think just communicating, and and props to them. I mean, that's got to, I can't imagine starting a new relationship, let alone, let alone a new business endeavor. And so I'm just, I'm really excited to see where this, yeah. where this takes them. Um, so of course we had listened to your heart every Monday nights and sadly it has come to an end. Um, but we do have some promising news. We can't leave you hanging on Mondays. So starting on June 8th, everyone, a brand new bachelor show will be airing Monday nights on ABC called the bachelor, the most unforgettable ever. 
This series will take audiences on a journey to look back at some of the most dramatic moments ever from the Bachelor franchise in a 10-episode series event. So each Monday, directly from the Bachelor mansion, Chris Harrison will reach into his vault of Bachelor history, which, Rachel, let's be honest, there's a lot of it. So (laughs) good luck for him to go through it all. (laughs) Um, But he's going to be bringing back some of the most favorite parts of every season, highlighting some of the most devastating rose ceremonies, Passionate proposals, unexpected new arrivals, dramatic meltdowns, biggest breakups, and of course, the most romantic moments. So I'm uh, hoping that maybe you and I will be part of one of those clips. Who knows? <laughs> you want to be part of it? I don't know. I'm, I'm good being on the sidelines watching everybody else. Yeah, that's go true. Down everybody else. I mean, my season was not really dramatic, but I, but both of our seasons ended, I think, in the most recent and. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but promising love stories. So uh, who knows? Maybe that'll make it in there. (laughs) But the weekly retrospectives will also include virtual catch-ups with franchise favorite Bachelor alumni checking on the latest in their lives after the final rose. Yes. Becca, you know, I was thinking about this. Do you believe that The Bachelor has been around for 18 years? No. Where were you 18 years ago? Well, Rich, I remember watching the first preview to what the show was going to be. And uh-huh. if you guys remember, it was, I don't even know if it was the actual Bachelor or just like a stand-in actor for this commercial or preview, but he was, I think, running up a hill. Like, in, I don't know where he was. I think it was San Francisco. <laughs> I just remember him running up a hill okay. with all of these women in wedding dresses running after him. Oh, I don't and, like that. That's and, what happened. I, like I think that's what it was. And I remember watching it and I think it was like when Survivor was going on and I was all into Survivor, yeah. like the first season. And I was like, what is this? And here's like me, like little Becca, like that seems weird. <laughs> Fast forward to 18 years later and here I am with the ring on my finger on the same show. But it's no, it's I'm no, it's crazy. I mean, 18 years ago, I was in high school. And a lot, and we've seen a lot. I mean, I was, yeah, I was in high school, a senior in high school. A lot has happened in 18 years. And to be honest, there's a lot that still needs to happen. But that's neither here nor there. But I'll tell you what, (laughs) Becca, I'll tell you what. Chris Harrison's going to be hosting these shows. And we've seen a brand new Chris Harrison on Listen to Your Heart. So I'm very curious Mm -hmm. as to which Chris Harrison are we going to get as he's reaching into the vault every Monday. Are we going to get Mr. Chris Harrison who greets you at the mansion are you going to give messy boots Chris Harrison that pops up at the first of the episodes on Listen to Your Heart? I don't know. I'm excited, but I know I can't wait to tune in each week and re- relive these journeys from then to now. Because one, what are Mondays without The Bachelor? And two, mm-hmm. I've never seen any of these seasons, to be honest with you. So I'll be watching it for the first time with everyone else. And I feel like mm-hmm. we need to be reminded of how it started, where it's come, you know, where it is now, how we got mm-hmm. to where we are right now. So it's going to be really interesting. But until then, you guys, we've got great <laughs> episodes for you on Bachelor Happy Hour coming your way because next week we will be sitting down with the Bachelor Glam Squad. I feel like they're a myth. They're a legend. You've heard about it. You know, we tease them a little bit, but you never had the opportunity to talk to stylist Carrie Fetman and makeup artist Gina Modica. Now, I'm really excited about this because we're both close with them. And I Mm -hmm. think we're really going to get an insight as to their role in the show because it's more than just being a stylist and a makeup artist. They really Mm -hmm. are like a counselor and an advisor because you wake up every morning with these two. 
They're mm-hmm. in your closet. They're picking out your clothes. They're doing your makeup. They're the first people to see you in the morning. And you really mm-hmm. do grow a very genuine relationship. And they are a shoulder to lean on. So we're mm-hmm. going to have them dishing on all the bachelor fashion through the years, the good, the bad, everything in between. Maybe telling a little Maybe tell them we're going to spill the tea. Let's be honest. (laughs) Wait, we don't need anybody fired from this show. So we're going to tread lightly. We're going to tread lightly. But if you have any questions for them, let us know on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We'll, we'll put something on our, on our bachelor happy hour, Instagram, our batch happy hour, Twitter, Facebook. So you guys can let us know what's up. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year the new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.